Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's a big day for us here at the Rich Eisen Show. Turn those machines back up! Guess who's back? Hit the drop! Let's go! <laughs> this is the Rich Eisen Show, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Anyway, long story short, it is exciting. We go Today's guests, ESPN NFL analyst, Louis Riddick, NFL Network insider, Ian Rappaport, co-host of CBS This Morning and the NFL Today, Nate Burleson, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Oh, yeah. Okay, everybody, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I'm the actual guy the show's named after sitting in the chair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much, Bill. Rich, Rich is it? That's me. Rich. Good to see everybody. Hey! hey. My name's Rich Eyes, and I'm back in the chair. We're back. Hello, Chris Brockman. Hey, Rich. How are you? What's up, man? Rich. DJ Mikey D's and D's Nuts. How are you? Good to see you. Good to see you over there. Hey, TJ, how are you? Richard. <laughs> it's a pleasure to have Not you back, bro. How you doing? <laughs> Well, it's been a What's summer. Up? It's been quite a summer. Yeah. It's been quite a summer for me. Um, yep. And I and I want to uh, thank um, every. I want to thank everybody for sticking with the show while I've been out of this chair for about a month, which is unheard of for a show uh, like this one. Which is, um, and when I, I reference that, I, I not only mean a radio TV broadcast, but a, a show that is this awesome. <laughs> um, and. Um, I, I want to thank Ben Lyons for sitting in this chair for as long as he did. I want to thank Ryan Lee for pitching in, and of course, the best mom ever, my my uh, my partner in life, yeah. um, Susie Schuster. I want to thank her for sitting in this chair and Damn. getting you guys drunk with mimosas, I guess, one day, which was not part of the discussion. Drunk, at home, strong or, statement. Yeah, okay. I, you know, yeah. okay, very good. Um, we imbibed. Yeah. I think that's yeah, safe vibe. to say. We, we imbibed. imbibed. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's... Um, it's been quite a ride. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I loved doing what I did. Uh, for if anybody is maybe potentially who watches the show unaware of where I have been for the last month, um, <laughs> you know, uh, you, you must have missed Tokyo Gold on um, on Peacock, which is where this show um, is seen every single day on on TV on streaming um, on Peacock, NBC Sports on Peacock, and um, I had a blast doing that. You were great. Yeah, Thank awesome. you. Appreciate yeah, that. Um, yep. Loved being exposed to the Olympic world. Loved being exposed to the NBC Sports world. Uh, the team that uh, NBC Sports put together was spectacular. Um, I had never done uh, highlights before uh, on um, saber or kayaking or archery <laughs> or uh, weightlifting or equestrian or diving. Um, did all of that. Or, or the sport you made famous, Rich, which was... Which was uh, which one did I make famous? Well, that would be the shuttlecock. The shuttlecock. Which... That's right, badminton. Badminton. Um, and uh, uh, I I enjoyed that uh, immensely. It was incredible. And then doing the Hall of Fame was 
truly remarkable yeah. and wonderful. And Canton, Ohio, once again, just opened its doors and rolled out the red carpet. It's the before and the after, um, mostly the before that kind of has changed. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a different guy sitting here. I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to open the show this way, but I'll do it anyway. Getting COVID stinks. Getting COVID is absolutely dreadful. And I'm fully vaccinated, a fully vaccinated guy. I got it. Uh, don't know how I got it. Never will know how I got it. We don't know in this world. Um, certainly in America where contract tracing has gone down the um, same rabbit hole as apparently politicizing masks has. And um, it was terrible. I got it. I got symptoms for four days and it was something I will never forget. And uh, quarantining was um, something else. And all I just want to say, sitting back in this chair, is what I said on Instagram and what I said on Twitter and what I said on Anderson Cooper show, and um, that is get vaccinated. Please. Please do so. I know a lot of people who haven't, and I don't want, uh, none of this is intended to shame anybody. Um, and we will talk Kirk Cousins later on in the show, because I missed a lot. Okay. Stuff went down. I think, I think we got a, a segment coming up on this show. Stuff that uh, stuff that I missed. Yeah, I was out of the chair for. Um, but uh, um, you know, I, I I know people on both coasts, and in the middle of this great country, who work in intensive care units across this country. They have told me about the intubating and the ventilating and the pronating. They told me about the dying. Nobody's told me once about doing that to anybody because they had a bad reaction to the vaccine. Not one. 0.0, full blue Tarski on that one. So you get vaccinated and there won't be uh, variants that pierce my vaccine. We can all get back to the real world. I try to live my life. I try to live normally. Uh, that's what I hear from people. I heard that, you know, uh, in reference to my, um, to my announcement about what happened to me. And um, I... I uh, heard all that, you know, got to live your life. This is the way it goes. This is the way we are. Freedom. Things of that nature. And, and I, I tried. You know, my wife and I, we try to have a vacation. I try to have a summer vacation. I got it. I don't know how I got it. I will never know. Passed it to my daughter. I think that's what happened. And when your seven-year-old daughter has it, changes the dynamic. Changes the dynamic completely. Certainly, if you think you're the one who gave it to her. She doesn't have a choice about taking the vaccine right now. So it's my job to protect her, my wife's job to protect her. And so um, I try to live my life, try to get on a vacation, couldn't get it, couldn't do it. Got COVID. Thank God, um, you know, other than four days of some nasty symptoms and, you know, I did a lot of the, a lot of the napping after the Tokyo Golding. After a lot of the sh <laughs> shuttlecock, there's a lot of napping. And, um, you know, on occasion, I'll still have um, some form or fashion of fatigue. But I'm one of the lucky ones. And every single, every single medical care professional that I dealt with, and I want to thank all of them, especially those at Massachusetts General Hospital, Mass General Christopher. That's where you were. That's where I was because wow. I was flying out of, uh, of the country on my vacation from Boston. Had no idea I was right. COVID positive. Right. Just thought it was some sort of a 
of uh, some sort of allergy, allergy, like a tickle in the throat, a little cough. No idea that uh, I... (laughs) That East Coast pollen is real, Rich. So (laughs) I I got hooked up with the Boston Red Sox medical team. Hey. Didn't tell you that, did I? No, you did not. At the uh, Massachusetts General Hospital. Took care of you. They sure did. I still want the Yankees to sweep the doubleheader tomorrow against the Red Sox. (laughs) I'm I'm just proof that I'm not dead. (laughs) I thought maybe you got converted. Nope. 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 They didn't give me that... Loving J.D. Martinez or Bobby Dolbeck part of the vaccine. Didn't get that. See those home runs yesterday? I did. They're looking good the last few days. But uh, I want to thank them. They and, you know, my doctor here in Los Angeles and my friends around the country who were, you know, in the medical profession and telling me every last one of them, lockstep, because there's not much out there that makes some sort of unanimous opinion on this virus because it's constantly changing and then people think that what's coming out of the medical science community is misleading. It is not misleading. What it is is inconclusive. What it is is constantly shifting. What it is is trying to follow the science of something that is dictating to us what's happening in the world. The unanimous aspect of it is what's safest is this vaccine. So... Please get vaccinated. If you know somebody who's not, talk to them. Give them the information. And I just want to thank God that I'm back here today to deliver this message from this platform and then move to sports. Let's do it. Glad you're back, buddy. Thank yeah, you. man. Appreciate that. So I'm glad I'm back in this chair, healthy, happy, so I can hail the greatest, uh, the greatest arrival in the city of Chicago. <laughs> Since uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, apparently, right? <laughs> Am I right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited for Bears fans. Yeah, maybe it's deep dish pizza. I don't know. I don't know. No, I oh. think Jordan is still more recent than deep dish pizza. Yeah, deep dish supersedes Jordan, yeah. you would think. Right? Justin yeah. Fields against the Miami Dolphins looked terrific. He certainly looked the part of a first-round quarterback that a franchise desperate for a new leader at the position trades up to go get. That's what he looked like against the twos. I get it. And the video that got tweeted out about his terrificness was a wide-open throw to a wide-open receiver because of the beautifully executed play call. Incredible. That said... That's the throw he better make. <laughs> right. The throws that he made before it, I don't think he did much after it because he was pinned against his own goal line in the series after his touchdown. But the throws he made before it, and then what he did with his feet to prove that he is a two-way threat. This guy who runs the supposed 4 4 at the position, he can beat you with his feet. He can beat you with his arm. That's what the Bears are hoping for. That's what the Niners hope that they got in Trey Lance. That's what the Jets hope they got in Zach Wilson, who looks terrific in practice, even when he's been, you know, apparently he's looked terrible throwing picks in practice. But moving 
being able to throw on the run, that's the 21st century sauce in the NFL that you're trying to get from the quarterback position. And that's what we'll see from Trevor Lawrence, you know, if he wins the job. <laughs> We're all still on the edge of our seat to see what he can possibly do to prove his mettle to get that cherished prize of QB1 status in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, I don't know how he's going to get it. I mean, he's only got a couple of preseason games left. You got to figure he's only got one more left. They'll probably sit him just in case Minshew gets hurt. He's got to right, keep right. working hard. Right. Come on, Urban! Always compete. <laughs> always, always compete. Always com- we learned that, Brock, when they yeah. always compete. Always compete. I am just, again, on the edge of my seat. <laughs> what can Trevor Lawrence do, possibly, to earn the role? <laughs> he took two sacks. Uh-oh, that's going to throw him back some. Guys, he was six of nine. And by the way, nice. two sacks for Trevor Lawrence. Gardner Minshew, number two on the depth chart. And apparently there's a lot of number twos in revolving Gardner Minshew. Many of the many things that I missed while I was out of this chair. <laughs> he hasn't taken a number two. Apparently not. <laughs> I'm very concerned. Certainly if he's a coffee drinker, that guy might explode. <laughs> <sighs> but Justin Fields looks the part. And we told this to... Matt Nagy, when he called in after the draft, when he said, hey, I was there in Kansas City for Mahomes' first year, and we sat him behind Alex Smith, and that's what I want to do with Andy Dalton. And I did bring up, unfortunately, for whichever member of the Bears social media staff sent out that QB1 (laughs) photograph of him, I did bring that up to Matt Nagy, and it sounded like he has given the social media staff a piece of his mind, a piece of his... They didn't get the coach of the first. year, yeah. visor brained mind. <laughs> I know that feeling. Okay. And I told him, I'm like, I don't know you're going to get that opportunity. I, I, look, we saw what we saw out of Justin Fields this weekend, and we're going to see it again on NFL Network. His next preseason game coming up this week is also nationally televised. We're all going to sit around, the whole country is going to sit around and watch this, all right. which means we're going to sit here and we're going to watch it. And we're going to see what he's doing. And Albert Breer's Twitter feed and all the Buckeyes <laughs> out there are going to think, act like they own him. Like we're going to forget he started in Georgia and they got, went ahead and transferred him. So it doesn't matter how many championships this guy may win. <laughs> well, we're putting the cart before the horse. And plus, by the way, hey, Bert and all you Buckeyes that are proudly putting that scarlet and gray out there for every single throw that Justin Fields is going to do. Bottom line is this, the bar of Ohio State quarterbacks in the NFL, certainly those who have played for the Chicago Bears, have been set so high. (laughs) The two words associated with that bar are Mike and Tom Zach. (laughs) So let's all pump the brakes on that front. Dwayne Haskins balled out this Uh, weekend. I'm sorry, I forgot the name. I forgot the words Tom and Tupa. My bad. (laughs) Can't see all those stats from the gleams of the seven rings of the maize and blue and pewter. <laughs> and blue and white and red. At any rate, I've lost my part and place. Justin Fields is going to be the first week starter, the Chicago Bears people. I mean, how do you not do this? How do you not? The NFL is without a doubt the greatest you-never-know league. What are you going to do? 
You're going to stick Andy Dalton out there and just what? What, are you gonna, what, what, what would be the point of that? <laughs> Honestly, what is the point of that? And I feel for Andy Dalton, who's doing the right thing. But the Chicago Bears, you've already just seen it. And I, guess, I know it's against the twos, and the people he threw it against are not who he's going to see for the Chicago Bears against the Los Angeles Rams. That's going to be Aaron Donald, and that's going to be Jalen Ramsey, and that's going to be a lot. But why not just put him out there? What are we going to do? It's such a delicate flower. Honestly, I know I had my fun with the Buckeye stuff, but the Big Ten. It's a guy who was dropping every single dime and running, throwing every single route tree against Clemson. We'll see what he does in preseason week number two, but preseason week number one, that was very impressive. And do that again. Matt Nagy can just come out and say, okay, we'll put Andy Dalton out there on Sunday night football. That's what we'll do. We'll put him out there on Sunday night football against the Rams as they open up SoFi Stadium. Let's do that. You could also say we've got to, you know, pump the brakes on Justin Fields a little bit and let him sit back there. I don't know. Does he need to, like, kind of play poorly in preseason week two to just kind of even this out? Or, you know, because if he plays well again against Buffalo, expectations now are just going to be even higher. Well, I mean, expectations are going to be high no matter what. It's just, again, what does Matt Nagy do? Do you start the kid or not? And if you don't, what are you waiting for? Okay. So are you going to Tom Savage him? Are you going to play him the first half like Bill O'Brien did before that. No. starting you to got to start Watson? him, and that's the end of that, and that's the end of that, and that's yeah. the end of it. Hey, look, the Bears can't replicate what they did in Kansas City because Alex Smith and Andy Dalton I don't think are the same guy. Alex Smith had already had a few years with Andy Reid and that team. Right. Andy Dalton just walked in the door. Lewis Riddick, let's talk to him about this very subject when we come back. Ian Rappaport, my colleague from the NFL Media Group, top of hour number two. What is going on with Deshaun Watson? Dak had one of the first ever. I've done this for 20-something years now. I'm so lucky, and I've done NFL Network for 18 years. The old precautionary MRI, I've never really heard of that one before. Never heard of that one before. What's going on? You didn't get one while you were No, no, didn't get one of them. Never have got one of them. I don't (laughs) want to be in that tube if I don't have to. No, exactly. It kind of drives you crazy, the buzzing, the clicking, and the the claustrophobia. No, let's just do that just just to be sure. Yeah. Let's go reach out. Let's go reach out to the Yankees and Rangers medical staffs. What? Just to see what's just to be sure. It's not a setback. This was the weirdest thing ever. Well, I mean, this is this the, the tweet. It's from the Cowboys. It's not a setback, and it's not a reason to worry, but QB Dak Prescott is planning on getting another MRI. Okay. If they had just taken out the butt. The butt. There exactly. was, there was, they should have had Arnie. They like, should have had Arnold track that. It's not the setback. <laughs> <laughs> they should have had Schwarzenegger track that tweet. Who is your father and what does he do? Please. And then the newest member of CBS This Morning, your current Emmy Award winning, reigning Emmy Award winning studio analyst in the sports world. Good morning football. This guy is more hyphens than uh, (laughs) Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Here we go. Nate Burleson will join us in hour number three. Also overreaction Monday. I might have already, already overreacted about Justin Fields. That's all right. We'll revisit that in hour number two. Things that we missed. Things, things that you, I missed. Things, things that I missed. You were here every day. I appreciate that. Things that we, that's the royal we. 
I'm back. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Thank you. Lewis Riddick will be here to answer all our questions about what the hell we just saw in preseason week number one in full. That's next right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I've been doing the draft for a bit, Trey, and one of my favorite aspects about it is the journey and how journeys are are, are crowned in a way with opportunity knocking, and that's the road in front. I love those stories. How did you get to North Dakota State, Trey Lance? Yeah, my recruiting process was a little different. I guess probably early in my junior year, I got switched, you know, kind of on the recruiting boards or whatever you want to call it, um, from quarterback to athlete, and that's when that whole kind of uh, idea started that I wasn't a quarterback. Uh, at that point, I had already been recruited by North Dakota State as a quarterback. Um, fell in love with it. You know, the the, the conversations about me playing a different position were, were kind of fast. I uh, wasn't really interested in it. I knew I was a quarterback. Believing in myself um, and North Dakota State, obviously, I wanted to have this opportunity to, to be where I'm at right now, getting to North Dakota State and, and seeing, you know, the expectation of North Dakota State is, is winning every single game and, and winning national championships. Um, I didn't want to go to school and hope to play for a bowl game. Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't normally like to ask uh, somebody who's getting ready to be drafted and about their recruiting process and asking about um, to read their, I guess, scouting sheet in a way. But uh, I'm unfamiliar with why somebody would consider you not a quarterback prospect as you're getting ready to to go um, into college football what what were the were you why why were you not considered a quarterback prospect trey yeah it was um really similar actually kind of to, to the the feedback i hear now or as far as negative um just you know didn't throw the ball enough didn't play enough games um you know we ran we were fairly run heavy offense honestly really similar to what i did at north dakota state you know probably threw the ball 20 times a game um and, and it wasn't anything past that very consistently um, went to a small school, didn't play very much competition. Uh, so that, that's kind of a really similar, like, you know, like, as you know, to what I hear right now, but again, it's, it's just those things that I can't control. You're still hearing that right now, literally, because um, 
uh, you know, you're you're potentially on the verge of being a top five quarterback drafted player in the National Football League. <laughs> and I, I'm wondering because there's so much talk about shoulder chips and chips on shoulders these days. Do you have one because of all this, Trey? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like proving people wrong. You know, that's what I love to do. I think just my being from a small town, being from, you know, kind of the middle of nowhere, uh, it's what I've done my whole life, and it's kind of, I guess, what I love to do. Uh, but excited, like I said, for this opportunity and to be able to, to have people, you know, organization that believes in me and wants me to, to be a part of, of what they do in their operations. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I, I'm always, you know, there's always going to be critics and stuff like that. I don't pay attention to it a whole lot. And then two days later, Trey Lance was the third overall pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Pleased to be back here after a month-long um, walkabout on uh, Peacock yeah, for man. the Olympics and, of course, the Hall of Fame for NFL Network and then on the on the shelf with COVID and now back, uh, thank goodness, healthy and happy to be back here with uh, radio affiliates at Cropper are up to 34 now hey, hey. on Ooh, the Rich Payton. Eisen Show radio affiliate list coast to coast. Also here on Sirius XM streaming live on Odyssey and Peacock for the Eargate and the Eyegate. And joining us here from Monday Night Football and one of the best analysts in all the land talking ball. We'd love to do this with ESPN's Lewis Riddick back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, sir? Better question. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm better. I'm better. Thank God. Good to really. hear. Thank good you, man. To hear. Really appreciate that, Lewis. Thank you. Absolutely. Let's jump into it. Which uh, which um, performance from this weekend um, sticks with you the most, <laughs> Lewis Riddick? You know what, man? Rich, honestly, all of them stick with me because I really do think this draft class has the potential to be special as long as the teams that they went to do their work and make sure that they take care of these young players bring them along at the proper speed, bring them along with the, with the level of competence of the coaching staff that is necessary for these guys to reach their potential. I mean, I, I, these guys, honest, I, I know it's the first preseason game, but look, I, I was very impressed by their body language, their poise, some of the big plays they did hit. I think, you know, right out of the gate, look, I know how complicated New England's offense is. And what Mack was able to do, particularly in the second half, of their of their preseason game as far as going hurry up, no huddle, calling plays at the line of scrimmage, changing protections, running that sophisticated passing game. I thought that was I thought that was special. Uh Justin obviously had a lot of fanfare going into his his uh appearance in Chicago and I think the athleticism was on display. The unique playmaking ability outside the pocket was on display right out of the gate. Zach Wilson he just looks like he belongs. And I, and I understand, look, you're a Jet fan. You, you understand what the expectation is. They, they, they want a hero so bad mm. in New York. And I think, again, as long as they do right by the kid and take care of the other 52 spots in the rest of the organization, he's going to be good to go. I just listened to this, you know, Trey Lance talk to you before, before he was drafted. I went up to North Dakota State. I was up in Fargo for his pro day. I got a, got a chance to spend some time with him. That kid is flat-out unique. He's a unicorn as a person. He's a star as a person. He went to the perfect place. You saw the potential that he has. You know, I, I saw people making some big deals out of some of, the, you know, some of his statistics outside of the big play he hit for a touchdown. People realize now he had three drops that were absolute dimes right on the money receivers, just flat-out dropped. 
he's going to be he's going to be good. You're going to see him sooner rather than later. And Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> he starts out fumbling the football, and he, then he's standing in the pocket looking like a big, tall rookie Dan Marino. Just I mean, I'm, mm. I'm just saying body type wise, poise, delivery, the way the ball jumps out of his hands. You know, the kind of velocity. These kids, man. Rich, I'll tell you what. And I know this it's early, okay? But this is the fun part for me, the projection part of this. Yep. Quarterbacks fail. A lot of players fail. I think more players fail in the NFL because people don't do, by, do right by them organizationally. And I think this group right here, all of them, have the potential to be special. And, we'll, and I think what will determine the success-failure of these kids, absent some kind of boneheaded decision they make off the field or some kind of freak injury, is the organization's messing them up because I think these guys have the potential to be one of those draft classes like we talk about the 2004 draft class, like we talk about the great draft class, I believe, what was it, 83? That we, that that's, they have the potential that 10, 15 years from now we're talking about this class that way if these organizations take care of them. Lewis Riddick here on the Rich Eisen Show. Of course, now the the ultimate question is the when. When do we see them? You know, uh, sure. even though again, I'm I'm genuinely nervous that Trevor Lawrence might not be doing enough to be named the starter in Jacksonville, <laughs> Florida. So he could just place him aside. Uh, you know, Zach Wilson's going to get the gig right from the jump. There's no question about that. The yep. other guys, okay, you, with Jimmy Garoppolo being in San Francisco and having already taken this team to a Super Bowl, and I understand you could say that others took them, but he was the quarterback of that team. And then you've got also uh, in New England with Cam Newton sitting there. And if anybody's sitting there, well, how's Belichick going to – what a tough decision for Belichick. And Belichick's like, uh, how about Brady and Bledsoe holding my beer on that front? So let's place that mm-hmm. one aside as well. The one that fascinates me is Chicago because Dalton is new there. It's it, it's not like he's got any sort of skin in the game in that locker room with with the his teammates. And Fields looked the way that he did. If he does that against the Bills, even against, against the Bills twos, I understand that's a tough assignment against the Rams on a Sunday night on NBC with mm-hmm. Donald and Ramsey. But what do you think about Fields starting week one? The Bears just, just ripping the Band-Aid off and just going. What do you think of that idea, Lewis? You know, Rich, I think it'll be – it wouldn't be shocking. And I don't necessarily feel as though it would be – and I understand why you use the analogy. I don't necessarily feel as though it'll be ripping the Band-Aid off because of this. People want to make a lot about the fact – or a lot out of the fact that Matt Maggie, the head coach, his, his – uh, job status at the end of this year could be in question or up for review, however you want to term it. Right. And no kidding. He knows that. <laughs> so what? I mean, he gets that. We all we all get that. We're all up for review. He, knowing him like I do, is not making his decision for Justin based off of that. He truly, and if you know Matt Nagy, you know his story and how he came up and how he came into this league and how he got his start this is about as genuine a guy as I know. And I know him pretty damn well. He wants to do right by Justin. He wants this young man to be that quarterback for the city of Chicago that they basically have never had. And they, I mean, and that's why I think of all the quarterbacks. Everyone is so enamored with that situation because of him being drafted by a blue blood team that of all the great players that they've had, they've never had that quarterback that won. So, 
if Justin can prove to him that given some of the deficiencies that they have, particularly on the offensive line, remember, now they had signed Jason Peters. That's a for a reason because their offensive tackles are not good. And Matt knows it, and Ryan Pace knows it, and everybody who watches football knows it. If he feels as though Justin can protect himself from a protection standpoint, making sure he's got the guys covered up that he needs to have covered up, that he's able to protect himself against free rushers when teams try to blitz his brains out if he is in the game, which is what they will do, then he will put him in there. And I don't – that could be week one if he feels it's comfortable, if he feels he's ready. It could be week four. It could be week eight. He really is not basing this on anything other than when is he ready to go, when can it be one of those where then the trajectory is a stair step up. And I think we all as football fans in the city of Chicago for damn sure would like for it to be week one because we, we, we all saw what he just did. We, saw, we see the electric athleticism. But Matt Truly Rich is trying to make this decision about the long term, about being great, not just now, but being great forever. For Justin not being able to just win now and this team be able to win now, but for Justin to be able to win forever and for this team to be set up for a long time forever in the future. He really is, and I believe that. I really do believe it. It's just a matter of how does this thing trend over the next two to three weeks and Justin's going to control that. And I, I, I believe that organically speaking, that's how he's going to do it. Personally, I'm selfish just like everyone else. I want to see him week one. Sure. Because the, because the kid is a freak, man. And all the stuff about the, is he committed to being great? Is he willing to go the extra? That's the crazy. whole scouting axiom up is he first in and last out is he does will he get rid of all the distractions is he all football all the time i'm i'm telling you i know matt again very well it has been all business from day one and the kid has heard all of this he's heard people question him about all of this and from all accounts in chicago he is about as lasered in as you could possibly be and i i really do think They've got something special going on there, man. Um, look again, the fan in me hopes that he plays right off the right out of the gate. Me too, Lewis. Right out of the gate. Me too, Lewis okay. Reddick here on the Rich Eisen show, and, and, and you know, and uh, sometimes I also think, you know, from my own experience, it, it can be mm-hmm. overthought too. You know, mm-hmm. and, and yep. again, I'm not there, as you point out. I'm not there in meeting rooms. I'm not there, you know, in weight rooms. I'm not there. You know, um, in 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 any way, shape, or form, boots on the ground. So I'm sitting here. I'm sitting wherever I am, looking in and on this. And with my own experiences, you know, and 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 everybody's their own individual. I just remember the yeah. way that Judge Deshaun Watson got his first start. He got his yeah. first start because his coach put him in in the middle of a game in week one, mm-hmm. and and then got the start the next week on a short week in Cincinnati. When you want to talk about lack of protection. They were they were down to tight ends being yeah. thrown on the offensive line due to concussions and all sorts of stuff. And Watson was in Cincinnati. I saw with my own two eyes. He ran it in from midfield for a touchdown, which was the only touchdown of the game against Andy Dalton. I might add. Mm-hmm. They got the win, and all of a sudden, Deshaun Watson is born in the NFL. And I'm wondering yeah. why not give that a whirl for Justin Fields? Is what I'm well, pretty much sitting here thinking. And you know what? I mean, that, that's a great argument. That's a great a- argument for it. 
um, there's no perfect, there's no, there's no way of knowing with 100 degree, 100 percent certainty, right? If Justin would have the same fate, so to speak, right? We we don't know that, and they they have to take their best guess or their most educated guess as to whether or not that would be the case if they did that with him. And I mean, we don't know. I mean, I'm, we can. I can give you examples of quarterbacks who came into the league. <laughs> yes. I can give you one, right? I mean, who, who get their heads beat in, right? And they're never, they're not the same. It's just they just start seeing ghosts, man. They just do because look, as a, as a guy who plays defense, and you're around great players all the time with what you do, Rich, and you know, the defensive players are kooky, man. They're they're trying to they're trying to put quarterbacks under the turf. Correct. And, and when they get hit like that over and over again, I don't care what kind of guy you are, you start flinching. That they just, he just doesn't want that to happen to Justin. And we don't know if it will or if it won't. And I'm, I'm with you. Look, his athleticism will probably be able to negate some of those hits and some of those, you know, some of those scenarios where he'll be put in harm's way behind that Swiss cheese of an offensive line they got in Chicago. Obviously, much better than what Andy Dalton can, and will give them a better chance than what Andy Dalton can. I'm not gonna. I'm not a fool. I'm not going to argue for Andy Dalton over Justin Fields if Justin has enough of a grasp of the offense. I'm just saying I really do think that, you know, just as a, like almost in like a like in a in a fatherly like mentor way, Matt has this has this affection for this kid in a way that kind of like almost almost transcends football. Like he just wants this guy to succeed in a way that no one at that position has succeeded in Chicago. He really has taken this on in a personal way. And he's seen, he's seen how when you do it just right, he's seen how guys can become the kind of guys that get half-billion-dollar contracts because he was in Kansas City when they did this with Patrick. Right. So he understands it. We'll see what he does with it. Lewis Riddick here uh, from ESPN Monday Night Football here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um what do you think starts for the Saints? What do you think Sean Payton's thinking going through after what he just saw? Uh, first preseason game, Packers uh, in his house to start week one. What are your thoughts on that subject? I, I, as, much as, as much as Sean has told me and our Monday Night crew personally when we talked to him that he believes that Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback in the NFL, I have a hard time believing that when the full evaluation is done and all the reps have been logged, that, that Jameis does not come out on top there. I just have a hard time believing that. And I'm going to stick with that based off of what I saw on tape in that first game, which Taysom started off pretty hot and looked pretty good. Look, he had some nice throws. Jameis had some nice throws. too. Jameis is a super, super talented quarterback. He really is, who seems to have – had something click on in his head as far as understanding, look, man, I got to knock some of this nonsense off as far as putting my team in jeopardy. I have a hard time believing he doesn't come out on top there. If he doesn't, you can, you can count me in the, in, the, in the category of being just knocked out of my chair shocked. I think he's the quarterback opening weekend. What do you think Belichick does with his quarterback scenario? Ooh-wee. Uh I just know this. I, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you know, man. You, you know as well that Bill is about as assassin, cold-hearted, and calculated and objective about this thing as, as anybody in the history of this business. I think they know that right now, Mac is coming on strong. 
they know it. They they see it. They see it. And look, I was in Cleveland when Bill gave the old Bernie Kosar diminishing skills press conference. I was there. I we all saw what he did to to Drew in New England. Bill doesn't care. Bill cares about about your feelings. Bill cares about the bottom line. And for them to basically articulate that Mac is coming, I I think I think in the first within the first month of that se- of this of this season, I think Mac is starting. And I you know I said this: what great freaking theater would it be if Mac was starting against Tom Week Four? Yes, on Sunday Ooh, night wait. football, Brady's return. And he's oh, he's wearing Brady's college Brady, number. Man. Yeah, man, it's just that was that would be a great one. And Let, you know what? I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Me too. And and that's nothing against Cam because I know of course look, the Cam. Look, I'm I'm part of the Cam Army. All right, I I love the guy. I I could not have had more fun talking to a guy last year than Cam Newton. But as Cam said, they did the right thing. He knows what's happening. Mm-hmm. He understands the business. It's a replacement business. That's what it is. That's what the NFL is, is a replacement business. And he sees his replacement. And what a hell of a thing that has to be, man, when you know, like, this guy is there for that. <laughs> that that's, that's, all, that's still kind of wild to me, even having seen it happen and been a part of it. It's still just kind of wild. But um, I think we see Mac. I think with, I still will say within the first month of the season, he's in. I was reading reports here before I came on here to talk to you that Mac was – Throwing dimes in their joint practices 30 miles from here, you know, in Philly at the Novacare complex in their joint practices, that he was looking good there. So, so, so we see you and um, Greasy and Big Bag of Leaves, Steve Levy, in New Orleans a week from tonight, Jaguar Saints. Is that where you, we see we you? We sure do, but Fantastic. we see us even sooner than that. You're going to see us on Friday, Friday in night. Arizona. Yep. Uh huh. Patrick. Mahomes, not Pat Patrick. That's correct. Let's do that because we know you've right. you've run afoul of that before, yeah. Lewis. Let's yeah, get, let's get that all T's crossed oh. and I's dotted. And Patrick, Although Eric B- Eric B- called him Pat. Nobody said anything about yeah. it, but you know it's all good. <laughs> it's the... and, you know, and we get to see um, and we get to see. Hopefully, we get to see Kyler Murray. Murray. Yep, yep, and everybody. You know, yeah, that, that's a good game for us, man. That's a good game Friday night. Okay, Chiefs Cardinals Friday night on the worldwide leader in sports, and then Jaguars and Saints again. I'll be on the edge of my seat to see if Trevor Lawrence can win the job that night. Every yeah, single, me too. every me too. single snap. You take care of yourself, Lewis. I'm gonna look for my number throughout the season quite a bit. If you don't mind. My man. You Love bet. It. Take care of yourself. One of the All best. Right. You bet. One of the best. Lewis Riddick. Again, I'll just say this. Put a little bit of a button on it right now. We'll re-hit it again because I have a feeling it reeks of overreaction Monday of me saying Justin Fields should be out there week one, Sunday night football in the new beautiful stadium right up the street, SoFi Stadium, Rams versus Bears because what Justin Fields just did and what he's probably going to do against the Bills as well will be mostly against the twos. Right. And you know who's not a two? Jalen Ramsey, and who's also not a two, is number 99. That's the real deal, <laughs> okay. number 99. As you know, number 99 on the field, also in the stands, can really make things <laughs> yeah, difficult. I mean, yeah. Come on. And we'll see if Justin Fields throws a can of Coke or uh, throws, <laughs> a, a, throws a soft guy. drink. Um, but uh, we'll take a break. Bill Belichick apparently has chimed in on the subject matter of who he's starting week number one. And that comes from one of the quarterbacks involved. That's next on The Rich Eisen Show.
Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on Peacock, radio audience returns in about three minutes from now. Uh, hey, this hit my timeline through the great Rex Chapman on Twitter over the weekend. Oh yeah, I saw this. Um, and we figured, you know, I figured I'll get involved in it. Sure. You know, yeah. Post a photograph of yourself from the '90s without any context or comment. Just boom photo. Just boom photo. Put up the photo, uh, Mr. Hoskins, of what uh, there <laughs> it is. <laughs> I love this one's pretty good. That is fantastic. That's it. By the way, it's not a great look for me at all. Well, you and Bill have the same hair, kind of. Well, we, Bill yeah. and I had the same hair back in the day. This, um, I'm assuming, was in the 48-hour period in which Belichick was the HC of the NYJ. It could have been a read from uh, Belichick as the defensive coordinator in the Parcells era for the Jets, but I think it was Bill basically saying, I'm out. When the Jets were, were Parcells was out, he was uh, supposed to get the job, but was ownership all... was changing. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm out. I think that was from the 30 for 30 Oh, okay. on it that yeah. somebody then took that screen grab and sent it to me, and for some reason I saved it on my phone. Oh, you had it on your phone? I thought you might have my phone. just Googled no, stuff. No, no. I, I got a few from my Sports Center days in the shoot. Okay. I also had one from my KRCR days, my Ooh. Channel 7R local sports. Spirit of the North. But State. I figured I should just put a Sports Center one up. Well, that's, that's a good what, one. And it's like, you know, it's you with hair. Out of context and with hair. Bill with the Jets out of context. What you, the, a very interesting, uh, that's a Zenya tie from back yes, in the day. It was a very bright yeah. Zenya tie uh, back in the day. Hey. That could have been a Susie Schuster, uh, we're just friends purchase <laughs> for me. Could have been. If I had a, if I had a peg it. If I had a peg it. We're still just friends, but I'm giving you a tie anyway. We're just friends gift. Dude, let me just tell you. She said you gave her like an ultimatum. Oh, yeah. that's a folks. That's a photograph from the aughts that didn't get posted. <laughs> but I'll talk more about that. Actually, you should leave it up. You should quiz her on it. When well, she's we tried to. Oh, she tried. She, she just yeah, she tried. Deflected. She said he gave me an ultimatum. You know, I instantly was like, well, what was it? And she changed the subject. Yeah. Oh, okay. She deflected. When best mom ever sits back in this chair, I'll <laughs> leave that for her to tell. But um, throughout this show, you guys, you guys. You guys have provided Steve. 90s photographs as well. Right. Yep. I can't wait to see them. Ooh, I didn't have can't much wait to see them. I didn't really yeah, have think... one, to be honest with you. Well, Did you call up, your mom? Hurry up and find no, one. No, I didn't read the email to this morning. You don't have one? You didn't no, read because... the email till this morning? No, I didn't see the email till this morning. All right. That's our social media guy. Social media guy didn't have his phone. All right. Well, you can. You got like an hour and change yeah. to text your mom and text have her send mom. you a yeah, photo. Yeah. Come on, See, you understand? I didn't. The '90s. I was all on my own. Right. Okay. Oh, That's coming up later on the program. 
We're back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the radio network, joining us here, along with our friends at Peacock. Um, so what happened uh, in New England in the last 40 minutes or so, Christopher, since we've been on, on the air? What do we got over there? All right, a lot going on. Yes. Uh, Michael G- Mike Giardi from NFL. And, and uh, a colleague and, of mine from the NFL Media Tom Group. And Tom Curran. Been tweeting out a lot, Jeff Howe as well. So Cam was 13 of 21 with a pick in the first joint practice. He took all the first team reps. Yes. Against starting defense. Mac Jones, very sharp, 17 of 25. Largely against the backups. Uh, Mike Giardi said that Cam was riding the struggle bus all practice long. Ball not coming out quickly. Issues with accuracy showed up in the red zone. And then afterwards, uh, Cam was asked about, well, he had a cryptic social media post yes. about loyalty. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cam said that had nothing to do with football. Okay. Cleared that up right away. Okay. Then asked if uh, Bill has said... If he's the starter week one, he said, quote, you know he hasn't said that. Everything y'all know, I know. We got so much to worry about prior to week one. Well, here's the way it's going to go. Can I tell you how it's going to go? Because yeah. I do a lot of thinking you about do, this sort you of have stuff. a crystal ball? I don't have a crystal ball. Oh, As you know, well, I've got a magic, magic eight ball, ball that's still right here. So let's test I've got that. No, no, no. Day. Magic eight ball doesn't have the answer. I already have it. I don't have to ask the magic eight ball no, if I already know already the answer. Have. Okay. Well, the magic eight ball can confirm. I don't need the confirmation. That's how sure I am of this. That what, Cam's going to start week one? Yes. Cam's going to start week one. Do you know why? He's going to start week two. Do you know why? You don't know why. Let me enlighten you and the rest of the Rich Eisen Show radio and television friends (laughs) why. Christopher, who do they play in week two? Who do they play in week two? They play the Jets, right? Ah, They play the Jets. I'm not particularly familiar with the linebacking core of the New York Jets right now. Choose one. Go to their depth chart. Go ahead right now. Go right ahead right now. Well, C.J. Mosley had some interesting comments today. I don't know if you saw What that. do you have to say? Since, <laughs> since right, he's, had, he's had literally three downs of experience, I think, as a New York Jet. Uh, so it, hold on, let me just let me get the depth chart. There you go. Just choose one. Let's choose C.J. Mosley. Let's oh, choose him. C.J. Mosley, fine. Sold. Sold. Cam comes around the end, right towards the sideline. Jared Davis. C.J. Mosley blows Cam up on the sideline. Who comes running in? No, oh, Mac Jones. And what does Mac Jones do from there on out? <laughs> it never gives a Yep. <laughs> uh, so That's C- the way the Jets always birth the next great what happened? Patriot what happened quarterback. In. That's enough. <laughs> I mean... There's enough people on planet Earth who don't even remember who was the quarterback before Tom Brady. No, they think he's got a good wine. That's it. Uh, According to Peter King's Football Morning in America column today, C.J. Mosley said, quote, if people are sleeping on the Jets, you're going to get your bleep blown out. I love it. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um, What's the bleep? Uh, You're behind. Okay. You're behind. Ah. Okay. Uh, you know, I would stay away from <laughs> any sort of metaphors involving the butt if you're a New York Jet. Right. Okay, I would try kind of stay away from that body part. Certainly, if you're involving the Patriots in in, in any way, shape, or form, yeah. I'd move on. I mean, CJ Mills. I would just say that taint the that. best strategy. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Oh, Here's back. what I will say. <laughs> uh, the narrative I'm seeing that the Jets screwed it up and the Patriots are getting it right. Not all yeah. buying in yet because Robert Sala 
is an unproven right now commodity that I think we can all agree is going to be a proven commodity in a positive way very soon. I think so. Okay. And also that front office went ahead, didn't get the running back for him in the first round, him being Zach Wilson. They got that guard from USC to stick right next to Becton and they're going to run left and they're going to protect this kid left. Mm -hmm. And I think the Jets, I told you, I think they're going to perform better than people think. I don't know if you're going to get, you know, your bleep blown out. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, Mac Jones is truly the answer. Yeah, he'll be out And there I also point. think, Chris, that you need to come up with a new saw that you've been sawing for a while that you didn't want the guy oh, yeah, yeah. because you already got the guy. Why do you draft the guy when you already got the guy? Right. And you needed the guy in Cam because you didn't know you were going to draft the guy until you got the guy. Right. Okay? Right. On Friday, so, I kind of did a 180. I saw it. I got it. Let's place that aside. Mac Jones is going to be in this system with – he's per, like he's like perfect – Perfect. I, I get it. Perfect. I just wanted the guy that problem, the Bears have. His problem, and, and his, his, he's got a, from where Mac Jones comes from, is going to be perfect because whatever Belichick's cooking up, he's already gotten it from Saban. Right. What do you think? Like, do you think Belichick's using a new line or a new tack or no, whatever? I get it. You, you, you think you think Belichick's giving him more attaboys than Nick Saban ever gave him? I mean, like, <laughs> honestly, like he can handle that. He'll be able to handle that. What he might not be able to handle right now is his receiving cores worse. Yeah. Than what it was in college. Round, not first round They're not picks. all first round picks. Yeah, Heisman yeah. finally. Right. Yeah. He does have a Harris to hand off to. Yeah, he's gonna be good. Right. He's gonna be good. And the Patriots will be improved. I do believe they have the ability to start Cam and go for it, and because in Bill we trust in New England, not going to be screaming and clamoring for him. It's I just, just think just I think it's long. going to be yeah. Mac Jones, and it'll be because the Jets injured the guy in front oh, of them, birthing that. the new dynamic quarterback who wears Brady's college number for New England. It'll be the Jets. The Jets will lead to it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm a scarred shell of a man here wrapping up our number one of the Rich Eisen Show. Ian Rappaport when we come back. Still here on Peacock. Hmm. I don't even need to check the magic eight ball. <laughs> well, that. what week? You think it's two? It's week two. No. What week did Brady come in? So you just think it's same thing repeating itself? The only thing is, I think the it, it's it's different. This is at the Jets as opposed to being in New England. Right. Different scenario, and the same thing when Mac Jones trots out in week number two. Everybody on the team will be. This is the kid who did better in uh, in in training camp. That's what happened with Brady. Same thing. Even if the Pats blow away Miami, oh, I'm just saying. They, I'm they, saying it'll be due to it'll be due to circumstances yeah. unfortunate yeah. No, for Cam because the Jets have led to it. Saying, hey, how did Baker Mayfield finally that, get the job? Saying, how did Baker Mayfield finally get the job in Cleveland? Oh, the Jets knocked Terod Taylor out of the game, forcing Hugh Jackson's hand. True. He was sitting I, on his. He was he sitting on Baker Mayfield in the water. He wanted to drink him in the water. Probably because he was. Got his hat on backwards or something stupid. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Baker Mayfield got the gig. 
Port Toronto. I was going to say twice. Port Toronto. That's twice. I know. Man. I know. He's probably sitting there thinking. Well, Davis Mills, got, Davis Mills here is comes like, Davis all Mills. right, come on. I know. Come on. He's got his it's Jacksonville. They're taking on Jacksonville first. Yeah. Here comes Miles Jack wow. coming free. <laughs> it's a great name to say, don't you think? Miles Jack. That is a name. Meanwhile, we went through an entire first hour without talking about Dak's oh, arm. Oh, don't worry. We're going oh, to get oh, to it. Oh, is that coming? Is that coming? We're going to get to it. We don't need it. Look, it's fine. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. It's fine. Relax. Frankie <laughs> says relax. <Hey>. Okay. <laughs> um, so things Nothing to, to worry about. Say it again? Nothing well, to worry about. And by the way, you, and, and just, just to, I guess, put a, a fun. It's not a setback. Not it's, a not a, it's not a It's not a pick. It's not a pick. Not a pick. There's not a pick. reason to worry, guys. That that tweet should be either, like I said, either read and tracked by Arnold or Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld. I said it's that. Th- I said that right before my divorce. Hey. It's not a setback. Nothing to worry it's about. It's not a setback. I nothing got the to worry about. The next day. Yeah, <laughs> you're just having a just just, a, just, a, you're just having you're sticking yourself in the divorce tube. Hey. Yeah, exactly. just to, just yeah, just for precautionary reasons. <laughs> the butt. Oh, Why did he boy. put the, the butt, butt there? The it's butt makes butt. it worse. The butt. Yeah, butt. He's still getting but an MRI. He's still getting an MRI. Like, what? They should have put it in parentheses in smaller font if yeah. Twitter only allowed it. <laughs>